them got Madeline McClure, who is a former uh, Kentucky cheerleader, 2019 graduate. Um, I, I just found out that, you know, Kentucky was actually a dream school. Yeah. So, yeah, so not everybody gets to go to their dream school and actually experience that. So mm-hmm. how, what was your first initial thoughts when you when you found out that you were going, going to become a Wildcat? Like, what was your first initial thoughts? What was going through your mind? So... I've always been a Kentucky fan because I'm from Indiana, but like my okay. dad's side is from Kentucky. So I was like born and raised Kentucky fan. So it yeah. had always been a dream of mine to go. Um, you know, obviously, once we got closer, you had to start looking at, you know, out of state, stuff like that. It's not as easy mm-hmm. as it sounds once you come yeah. So I kind of knew that I was going to go there regardless. Like we were going to try to find a way to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. And then my scenario with cheer was just so like different I would say yeah um than most I was like I said I was going to go to UK regardless at this point okay. and I grew up doing gymnastics so I actually like did not grow up cheering at all oh that's what's up yeah so I'm way more of like gymnast like all that stuff way more so I was kind of just like flipping around in high school at a cheer gym and one of the guys was like hey, have you ever thought, like, you're going to UK, have you ever thought about cheering there? And I was like, yeah. no. Um, I, like, I don't know what that takes. I don't, you know, I can't do any of that stuff. He's like, well, right. you've already flipped, so why don't you, you know, like, go ahead and try the stunting stuff, which is where they throw you in the air. Yeah. So, basically, it was just me. I kind of, like, took the last six months of my senior year to just really, like, dive in deep, and I drove two hours away, like, every Sunday someone to like help me basically mm-hmm. and yeah. then I I got like a yoga person to help me like I did all kinds of stuff basically for like the last six months and I was like I'm gonna go to UK regardless so I might as well try out if I make it you know I make it if I don't I don't and it was literally like I just tried on a whim and I ended up making the team so did, did you cheer in high school so <laughs> I cheered on like our high school team so yeah. it wasn't anything like in at all right, right. and I remember with Kentucky Cheer tryouts you part of the trials is you have an interview process and you sit in front of these judges uh, okay. they were like I forget how they worded the question but something was like um like do you have any championship titles or like rank like worlds anything and I was like Man. no just a kid from <laughs> Indiana that's this year like yeah. I was like oh my gosh not about to put me on the team. I don't even have any, like, you know, anything to offer. So I ended up making it. And at mm-hmm. that point, I mean, to answer your question, after that, I mean, I was just like on the moon because I got to go to my dream school and then, you know, also being a student athlete there. So it was crazy. It happened so fast, but um, it was a good experience while it lasted. It was really fun. Yeah. So, like, or so, like, heading into your senior year and then actually, you know, going to Kentucky, you didn't actually know you were going to be able to cheer there. Like, you had to, you had to, like, try out and stuff, like, mm-hmm. once you got on campus. So, we tried out May of, like, your senior year in high school. So, once summer hit, I already knew that I was going to be on the team. Uh, At that point, you're already on campus. You know, we do a lot of team practices, going to camps and things like that. So, mm-hmm. by the time I graduated high school, I already knew that I was, you know, I was going there, I was on the team, and all of that, so, it all, it all happened pretty quick. That's what's up, did, did they, was, 
uh, was they able to help you with like your scholarship and stuff? Did they give you like money? Like, did, was you able to get like a scholarship through Cheers? Yeah. So okay. Cheers a little bit different than obviously most sports. So we don't have like full ride scholarships like yeah. how most sports do. So I even think I think nowadays they even do it different on that. You know, at UK, I think they split it up. You know, versus like who who could use it the most and out of state and stuff like that. But we got like a little bit. But it definitely did not cover, you know, it wasn't even close to, like, a full ride. So it got a little bit through um, the program, but it wasn't wasn't full ride at all. So, and, But you knew that going into it. So it was kind of like, you know, it wasn't a surprise to anyone. No one was going in, you know, kind of expecting everyone's scholarship to get, you know, paid for. So. Well, yeah, at least to pay for, like, some of your scholarship. Yeah, yeah. So that was really nice, for sure. Okay, yeah, so when you, before you knew you was going to become a Wildcat, was there any other schools that that you were trying to pursue or maybe had options to go and maybe cheer there or was it just you or us? It's going to be funny now saying it, like years later, but so like another really good cheer school is Alabama and I ended up going to like their cheer clinic um, before UK and I saw like another girl there that trying out the UK and I was like what are you doing here and she's like what are you doing here we were like just don't say anything that we're here so um (laughs) Alabama was definitely on my radar but talk about expensive I mean that place is ridiculous but I love the campus and everything yeah I've been there too yeah Yeah. huge huge campus Mm -hmm. so that was an interest and I actually visited Ole Miss as well um didn't really didn't really like it a whole lot. Um, yeah, like, Ole Miss gets the weird Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful school, but yeah. it just didn't seem like the right fit. And I'm from Southern Indiana, so everyone that I know usually from a high school like goes to IU, and I was like, I didn't even visit. Like IU is not even uh, okay. on the star. So really, at the end of the day, when it came down to it, it was just um, Kentucky and Alabama. So okay. really interested in Alabama too, but. I think I ended up where I'm, where I'm supposed to be, so. Okay, yeah, for sure, yeah. So, like, a lot of people don't know that th- there's a lot of stuff that go into cheerleading. It's not just y'all chill, mm-hmm. loud <laughs> letters and stuff like that. Like, people actually don't know that, because I got friends who cheered at, at a high level, like you, yourself. So, what was y'all's, like, routine, like, like in between games? Or, like, did y- how, how many days did y'all practice throughout the week? So, so we're split up into two squads. And we all cheer different things, but like we all kind of, we all cheer football and then we split up kind of like everything else because there's just so many events and stuff, different sports. So I don't really think I knew what I was getting into when I, when I joined. So a typical week during the fall was we had weightlifting like two to three times a week. Um, and that was like during the day. So I will say like a lot of my friends were athletes. You know, we weren't having like the 5 a.m., 6 a.m. workouts that they were all having. So I will say that we got we got cut a little bit of slack there. So okay, okay. We didn't have anything like that. We just have you know class, and then we would weightlift two or three times a week, and then we would practice. Um, gosh, I think it was like Monday, Wednesday, and then Fridays we would practice for like the actual football game. Mm-hmm. And we'd go outside and kind of go through the routine of what like a game day would look like. Right. And then Saturdays home game you know if it was like a 7 30 home game mm-hmm. you were there by like 
night, and like you didn't leave till like twelve thirty. Damn. On Sundays, we would usually have like a volleyball game to cheer at, or oh, practice. Okay. Um, we would also go to gymnastics meets every now and then and cheer. So it was packed, and you know our our mornings we didn't have to wake up at six a.m. But our practices for cheer were at night from like seven to ten ish. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, by the time it's like 10, 30, 11, you get home, you eat, and, I mean, by then, that's a full day. So, it was it was a lot, um, a lot more than I think people realize. For sure, yeah. For sure, yeah. And I don't know, like, other, um, you know, cheer schools, I don't know exactly what their schedules were, but ours was pretty tough. I will say, for, like, all the, all the other athletes at UK, I think, personally, like, we were super respected. Um, which I appreciated a lot. Like all the other athletes kind of knew that we were, you know, working out and stuff, you know, just as much. And, and we were putting a whole lot into it. So, because I know sometimes people, there's just a misconception where I think, yeah. like you said, people are like, oh, they're just on the sidelines or whatever. Right. Or like a football game is actually our time to like chill out because you're getting really? ready for, yeah, I mean, this, you're not doing like the super hard skills and things okay. like that. It's just like entertaining the fans at that point. So, yeah. you know, practices for nationals, um, which were in like the second half of the school year, that was like the more intense stuff. So okay. we were like, you know, what they see at games isn't even like, you know, our best stuff. We're just kind of there to, to yeah. have the crowd up. So, but yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot for sure. And, and on top of yeah. half hours, which is, I'm sure you know, you know, where you go to the athletes go and get, you know, a certain amount of hours in for school and tutoring and stuff like that. So you had to hit those hours too. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, for sure. So you cheered for a basketball season too, right? Yeah, so again, it was two squads. So we split up, like, because mm-hmm. we have women's too, right? So yeah, I, I did, I think I did a couple men's, and then, you know, women's was, I would say it ended up being like 70, 30. Um, and we would kind of just like flip-flop sometimes, but majority, like one squad did one and the other squad did the other. So, but I did, yeah, I got to share some men's games, and that was, that was a good time. So, I I, like I said, especially as a Kentucky fan, it was like, I was like, what the heck? Am I yeah. here right now? So, it was, it was wild. It, it was fun. It was okay. Yeah, this leads into my next question. So, did you, did you ever have, like, anxiety when you were, like, doing routines, like, in front of, like, with, like, 15,000 people, because I know if I'm doing backflips and all this and doing all this stuff and I just look up and be like, oh shit, like there's like literally like a sold out crowd and 15,000 people. Yeah. I played in some games where there were sold out crowds. Like, yeah. I played, I played at Division three level, but we had sold out crowds every once in a yeah, while. No, no. And yeah, then, yeah. And then I'll score a buck and then everybody's cheering and then I'll look up and be like, oh shit, there's really a lot of people in here. So, yeah. like, did you ever have anxiety, and how did you manage that? I, not really, and I think it's because I was a gymnast. So, when you do gymnastics, okay. everything is individual. So, I was used to, you know, like, when you're on any event that you're doing, you're by yourself, and everyone's just staring at you and no one else. So, I actually, like, enjoyed the team aspect more. Because I was like, oh, like, there's literally, like, 20 people out here. Like, it's not just me. So, not all eyes are on me. So, me, personally, I didn't really get anxiety. Um, That's good. You get nerves, obviously. But it wasn't anything that was, like, crazy or I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to freak out. 
tiny things. Like, I was already just so used to it that it, I don't know, it just didn't really, didn't really get to me at all. And I thought the team aspect was a lot better. Okay. Okay. Were the routines different from football season to basketball season, or were y'all, were y'all doing the same routines? So, you kind of do the same, like, we'll just call them flips. You, you do, like, the same flips. Yeah. <laughs> like, football, basketball, and stuff, but uh, the actual routine that we practice for, for nationals, that is, like, we don't really do that in front of crowds. Um, we only do that, mm-hmm. like, up right before we leave for nationals. So, that UCA and NCA. So we were a part of UCA. Okay. Um, I know and, what the 
NCA is in like the later part of the year, and those are different teams. Like you have like Louisville. So there's some teams that you know we were like they were so good, we just never competed against them because oh, we were, okay. you know, in different divisions and different competitions and stuff. So, so okay. yeah, that gives you a better. No, I just okay. I'm familiar now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, doesn't Kentucky have like the most national championships? And like that certain division, was it like 25 or something? Yeah, I think that's what they're up to now. Gosh. Was you a part of one? Like, I don't even know. Um, yeah, it's, it's up there. I don't even know like the next, um, like the next school, what they're, what yeah. they're. I thought y'all got the most though. That's what I heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Did, was you a part of one though? So yeah. Well, again, it's confusing because we have two teams. Oh. So they. They won, one team won national, we both won national championships, okay? Mm -hmm. But, like, one is in Orlando and the other is in Atlanta. So, I feel like, you know, like, the everyday person doesn't probably, like, understand the difference, but we both won national championships, basically, yeah. Just two different competitions. All right, so do you yeah. do, like, ring after that or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. They get rings. Um, I think that's all. Um, I don't know if they do now. I think that's it. Like I said at the beginning, people don't really get that. Like cheerleading is really like actual. It's an actual sport. Like people mm -hmm. really get that. So yeah. yeah, that's why that's why I wanted to ask all them all them questions. That's cool. That's cool. And it was funny because when I was growing up doing gymnastics, I was like, I will never cheer. Like because uh -huh. gymnasts and cheerleaders get compared all the time, and mm -hmm. it's like two, in my opinion, like two entirely different sports. So I like a lot of cheerleaders don't like getting compared so I was oh, when I did gymnastics I was like I will never cheer and then messed up my back really bad and had to stop gymnastics and then I my friends ended up like convincing me to do cheer after that so I did high school cheer and then that's what ended up being you know me making the team but it was just okay. it's funny now because I was like so against it in the beginning but it's what I ended up doing so okay cool 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 yeah so all right, next question is, you know, a lot of athletes is faced with, you know, a lot of trials and tribulations. I know uh, you told me that you went through a lot, you know, your four years at UK. Uh, you told me you were injured, actually. So what actually happened and what was, how was your mental health, you know, when you went through that? How were you were able to overcome that? And what, um, what, what, the, uh, what was like, what did you injure, your leg or? My back. So, oh. Yeah.
went through all of the, you know, the PC stuff to get back, because obviously I wanted to try it out again in May. And one yeah. of the things that she, one of the things I had to do to be cleared was a five-minute plan. What? Yeah. I will, ne- I will never forget it, because I thought she was joking, and so I was like, okay, like, I'll do a five-minute plan. It took me, like, a while. Like, I was coming in every week, and she'd be like, okay, like, how far can you get today? And so, I mean, it took me a while, like, to, you know, kind of get my strength. I mean, it was insane. I, I don't absolutely. know. I don't even know how much I can do now. Like, not yeah. even half, probably. But th- that's, a, that's a long time, right? Like, I'm not. That's a long-ass time. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, um, I ended up doing that eventually after I don't know how many tries. And so, she's like, okay, like, because I guess, you know, she wanted to see, like, the strength in, in my core. Because, you know, obviously, when you hurt your back, you try to, you know, use different muscles. You know, and you're not supposed to. So she wanted to get like my core strength back. So once that got cleared, we were about to go into tryouts, just like a couple weeks before. And this is the part that I, yeah, I don't think I ever really like told this story to anyone, but my mom and dad, because my back had already been injured before, I was going to like a back specialist in Indianapolis. And my mom was like, I just want you to go and get checked out by the doctor that you like, I just want you to go, and, you know, if he clears you, then, like, you won't hear anything from me. Like, go ahead. And we went, and, you know, he took the x-rays, and he was like, I mean, your back's definitely gotten worse. Because um, I had scoliosis on top of, like, the split disc. So, like, I mean, in the x-rays, my back just looked like it was a mess. Like, the vertebrae were all, it was bad. So, I remember he basically was like, I mean, if you want, to continue, you can, but he was like, you know, if, if there's a day where you do like a wrong flip, like you might potentially like paralyze a part of your body. And my mom's like, wrap it up, no more. <laughs> like that's not even a question. Like you're done. So that it ha- like that really happened like within like span of like a week or two. Like you know, like my trainer cleared me. I was really excited. Drove to Indianapolis. He said that, and then like out of nowhere, which was like everything was that was it. Yeah. 
yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you're, you're so used to doing this your whole life. Now you got to figure out what's next. What's what's you got to find that passion yeah. and your purpose again. That's sometimes that's hard for people to find. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, you know, like when you put your identity in a sport and that you know you don't have that anymore. I think a lot of people just, I mean, yeah, you literally just get lost and it's tough. And I don't think, like I said, it's just not really talked about enough. And like it even made me think about it with like Simone because you know this is probably her last time I was you know good guess it's probably her last time doing gymnastics so um like you know her her career is about to probably come to an end and so I was thinking about her the other day and I'm just like it's just so crazy I mean I'm sure she's I mean what is she that's all she's known for all these years that's what you train for and so I just yeah something that's not talked about enough but it did it definitely screwed me up for a while um it took a while to kind of you know find my place and my purpose and kind of figure out like what I even wanted to do after that. Right. And it was, it was, it was hard for me. It, it was hard for me too, because like, like I graduated in 2020, you know, during uh, the middle of the pandemic stuff when it first, when it first happened. And like, we was like in a tournament in a sweet 16 or elite eight or something. And then they told us like, right before the game that it's over. And then on a bus ride back home, I'm just like, like my career is over, it ends like this, and what I'm gonna do next. So I was really down bad. So, was, so your last game obviously was the one before that, but you didn't know that at the time. Yeah, did, no, I didn't know that at the time. We, listen man, we in, we in a, we in a sweet 16, we think we about to play, we, we getting turned, and then during shoot around, they, there was like an NCAA uh, game, like yeah it's so quick because that's when they started canceling like the big 10 tournament right right, right. yeah three like they don't care about us you know what i'm saying so like hopefully they'll let us ride because yeah like we only got like two or three more games anyway right. like right. we in our first tournament but i remember on a bus ride back home i was just like really depressed and those three months after you know finding out that you know my career was over i was just really in a bad mental mental place and i just got out of it like you know like a few months ago so it took me that it really did take me that long and it's really hard that's why you gotta you gotta express that and tell people that i, I feel like people keep it in yeah. and that's eat, eat yourself up when you keep it in and not tell people what's actually going on like when yeah. you're it's what's wrong with you, you you should let her know what's wrong with you said yeah. i'm fine I, that was just me and then you know so. i don't know why there's not like a platform or anything i feel like for former athletes like that's something that is like even if you want to talk about it like I feel like there's no place for athletes to either like former athletes to even like go and I don't know it's especially in your situation when everything was also shut down like you were probably just like what is going on like right and then and then people try to frame these high athletes that are like playing professional they think the problem is like with with our generation they think money take care of take care of everything just because you're making millions of dollars don't mean that the stress will go away mm-hmm. it's just easier for you to pay your bills but it, that don't mean that like your stress is going to go away and that your mental right. mental is going to be okay at the end of the day money doesn't bring it doesn't take care of all that people still have the same problems as a as a regular human being that's why right. I don't get, that's why we need to you know sit on a certain platform so people can see oh he's speaking out about it oh he's 
you know, he's the face of the NBA or she's the face of the Olympics. Like, if she can right. speak on it, then I can speak on it. You know what I'm saying? I can get through it. So. Yeah. Give yourself an excuse. You should always 
be able to get the job done as long as you put your mind to it. And I think, you know, that, you know, ment- that Mamba mentality gave me, uh, you know, gave me the strength to, you know, go through college basketball, you know, face adversity, but still able to get through. So, yeah, Kobe Bryant was mine. Okay. That's a good one, obviously. Great yeah, yeah, so, uh, all right, last question, i get you off here. So where, where do you see yourself at five years? Are you in Florida? Yeah, I just moved down here for my job, actually. Like, literally, a, I don't even think I've been here a month. Maybe a month yeah. now? What park? Um, like, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay, I was just I was just living in Boca Raton, like, uh... Oh, okay, that's part of my... Yeah. I'm in the that's, like, part of my route, Boca. I actually live probably closer to Boca than I do. Okay, yeah, 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 I was down there for like seven months, but yeah, how is that? It's good, it's different. Um, like, I, I'm just a huge believer that everything happens for a reason, and right. I know it's super cheesy, but like the guy that, the company that I work for, I don't think I would have met him had I not cheered. So it's kind of like things just come full circle. Okay. Um, I, he coached at Vanderbilt, so we were called, we were like, you know, all in the SEC.
you, you really don't have any friends down there? You just moved down there by yourself? No, I have, like, my coworkers. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I have a friend from Louisville. Um, he lives down here um, part-time of the year um, when he's not doing sports. So, um, but other than that, I don't think, yeah, I don't think anyone. So, um, but I like it so far, you know, I'll meet people. And, um, but, yeah, it is all about connections. So, um, trying to do, so. Any any goals that you want to accomplish while you're down there? Oh, gosh. So what's, what's, your, what's your title, like your job title? So I'm an area sales manager, so I work for, like, a healthy water company. Okay. And, you know, like, how, down here how they have Publix? Um, yeah, yeah, slaps. Yeah. So I have all the Publix from, like, Boca to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So I literally, like, those are my accounts. So I go to all of them, um, you know, it's basically like relationships and getting our product in the door. We're a startup, so it's basically, you know, just the grind of a startup company. So it's fun, though. I mean, it's um, it's a lot of, like, young people that are into fitness and stuff like that that are, like, in our company. Um, so the work environment is fun. Like I said, the CEO, I don't think I would have ever been working for this company had I not cheered. So kind of all this, it comes full circle. So um, I guess, you know, in five years just to be, you know, in a higher position than where I'm at now and just enjoying life. So there's a lot to do down here. So I need to kind of get out and do a lot of the stuff because there's all kinds of stuff to do down here. So. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Night. Hey, it was great talking to 